Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the program, it's little person time again. That's right, I am recording this in March of 2023, so I've decided to get an early jump on celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Up the airy mountain, down the rushy glen, we dare not go a-hunting for fear of little men. So, of course, I'm talking about leprechauns and the like, and I figure, you know, it's better to uh, perhaps have you listen to this a little early rather than right on St. Patrick, so uh, you'll have some time to enjoy the content. And uh, I tell you what, I'm also going to do something on this show that uh, I don't think I've ever done before. I am going to play a complete song for you. And this is an original by UFO Phil. And if you listen to Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, uh, you will know that he is a, a staple of the show. Um, he has a very distinctive voice. He's a great musician and singer. And he composed this song that George has played. Oh gosh. I don't know. Hundreds of times. I think he usually plays it at the end of maybe like Friday nights. And it's, uh, and it's just called I'm listening to coast to coast. And so UFO Phil has this song that I recently discovered called Larry the Lunar Leprechaun. So I will be playing that for you on the show with his permission. And so that's just a special fun thing. Another thing I'm going to do right up front here is something else that I've never done on a show. 
Uh, according to my DNA analysis, uh, a good chunk of my DNA is Irish, also Scottish. So I decided I'm going to start off the show here with uh, a shot of Irish whiskey. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Uh, and, and if you have your favorite beverage nearby, go ahead and prepare it. We'll do a toast together. How about that? And so uh, I just I don't drink liquor that much anymore. I used to when I was younger growing up in Asheville. But now that I'm getting a little older, I find that often if I drink liquor, I may not feel too great the next day. But I think I can handle a shot of this. I just grabbed a bottle off of my bar here at home and I'm in my home studio. I'm not going anywhere so I can do this. I just might sound a little bit goofy the rest of the show. But what's new there? What do we have here? This is cask matured Kilbrin Irish whiskey. Nice green bottle. It's got a, a, a red foil seal on it. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop this baby open. Oh, yeah. And I've got my special shot glass here. Um, I'm not going to go into that, but I, maybe someday I'll tell you about my special shot glass and maybe I'll even sell you one so you can drink whiskey like me. All right. So I'm going to pour. Pour my shot of Irish whiskey to warm up for the show. And it is cold here. Even, you know, I'm in Las Vegas, but you'd be surprised how, how chilly it gets here in Vegas. Okay. There's my one shot. And, uh, okay. If you're ready, here we go. Here is, uh, one of the old Irish toasts I remember. As you slide down the banister of life, may the splinters always point the right way. Ah, woo! Smooth and toasty, yet certainly powerful. It's got that little Irish whiskey burn at the end. All right, I think I'm loosened up now. I'm ready to do a St. Patrick's show, and uh, I may as well start by doing something um, stupid and illogical. I think uh, I'm going to debut a new segment on this show, and uh, it's called... And now I'm going to make my wife mad. Do you think, uh, what do you think? Is that a good idea? Is that a, a segment just to make my wife mad? You can see that shot very quickly went into my bloodstream. So, uh, I, you know, hopefully she won't listen to this show. I just thought something happened recently that I thought was kind of funny. She's probably not going to like the fact that I'm bringing this up on, on the show, but here we go. So I don't do a lot of TV filming anymore. I just don't have the time for it. I've told you that before. But um, I did agree to to do a, a project recently out filming in the, the desert here. Of course, in Las Vegas, Las Vegas is a, as a city is an island in the middle of a desert. We're surrounded by miles and miles and miles of just desolate land. That's why you have all the, the military testing and stuff out here. So I can't tell you uh, the details, but this guy who's a producer in L.A., he's a friend of mine. He's working on this project and it, it's, you know, it has to do with UFOs. That'll, that's as much as I'll tell you. And so uh, he came out here to to film with me recently. And so um, Lauren and I got into our SUV. It's a Toyota 4Runner which we've had for a long time. And we drove way out into the desert 
to meet with this small crew. And so after I finished my filming part, uh, we said our, our farewells and then, uh, we got back into our forerunner and the battery was dead. And so, um, at first I was like, well, that, well, that's just kind of weird because the battery's not that old, but this is a harsh climate. And I go, well, um, no problemo. Uh, I've got our super rugged survival box that I always keep in the car. I have this box. You know, I, I am enough of a, uh, a prepper type that I've got uh, a ham radio in there because I, I have a ham radio license. I have got, um, a little battery that you can use to jumpstart your car if there's not, not another car around. Uh, I've got all kinds of, you know, like sunblock supplies and survival blankets and first aid kits and walkie talk. I mean, I got all this stuff. And of course there's jumper cables in there. So I was like, we're going to be fine. No sweat. I had prepared for everything out in this harsh desert environment. But it turns out there was one thing I had not prepared for. My beautiful wife, Lauren, took the kit out of the car. Oops. I did not prepare for that. And so, yeah, and of course, I'm like, you took, we have an emergency kit. <laughs> that is the one thing that I cannot compensate for is the kit not being of the car. This is, this is how reality works, isn't it? And she goes, well, it's your fault. I was like, how is that my fault? And she said that she went to the grocery store and bought a bunch of groceries that I had wanted. And so she took it out of the car to make room. And I'm like, well, but you could have put it back in. Look, you know, there, you can't win these kinds of arguments, guys. So here I was. I was like, all right, surely this uh, film crew in their van, they they probably have some jumper cables. Nope, they didn't have jumper cables. As a matter of fact, their shoot had almost been cursed. They'd had a lot of different problems along the way, which I won't get into right now. So here we are stranded in the desert without jumper cables with my super duper survival box back at my house. But I must say that the person who saved the day was Mr. Jason Sirachi because he also was part of the shoot that day. And, um, we were able to, to use his truck to drive to wherever we could finally find some jumper cables. Anyway, we got it solved. Um, but, uh, it, it was kind of funny though that here we were in an area where a lot of strange phenomena had been occurring, a lot of big electrical, uh, signals and, and, and you know, the battery gets, gets zapped. I don't know. That it seems like, and you may not realize this, if you start working on a paranormally oriented show, and I mean UFOs, ghosts, psychic phenomena, cryptids, any of that stuff, then often there are things that will work against you. There are obstacles that you will face. So everything turned out well, and it was a great lesson learned to um, your, your survival kit doesn't do any good for you unless you have it with you. All right. Sorry about that, Lauren. Uh, but okay. Now let's get ready to talk about St. Patrick's Day and the little people. Cause you know, my friend Jim Morris, he used to say a little green man runs across the room at a party and one person says, look, an alien. 
Another person says, look, a leprechaun. Another person says, look, a demon. Well, what are these things? We've seen them all throughout history from different cultural points of view. But we interpret these beings in different ways. Um, Coming up on our first break. And you may or may not know that I have this brand new one last chance item out there for you. Some of you were able to get a Buddha stone a long time ago with a purple plate kit that was early on and those are gone then some of you are lucky enough to get the buddha stone wand now those are gone but what you can get now this is my last time offering this the buddha stone money magnet kit go right now to the buddhastone.com that's spelled b-u-d-d-h-a the buddhastone.com And also, while you're clicking around there on the net, you sure better go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter on the homepage. When you do that, you will receive an automated email with links to all kinds of free instant online gifts. Takes you two seconds to do that. joshuapwarren.com. You just put your email address into the little bank there and hit the submit button. So do that during the break okay i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and i will be right back witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Yes, as we prepare for the St. Paddy's celebratory mood. Get ready to dance a jig because here it is from UFO Phil, a song that I presume I will be listening to at least once a year from here on out. This is Larry the Lunar Leprechaun. St. Patrick's Bash I was down at the pub Eating bangers and mash I met a guy He was short, green, and fat With a big green antenna Sticking out of his hat He looked kind of Irish Except for his Mr. Spock ears He said, my name is Larry I came from the moon to buy beer Larry the Lunar Leprechaun of Guinness and then he's gone He visits the planet every year Cause Earth is the only place that has good beer And Larry the Leprechaun knows how to have a good time But he never drinks so much that he won't be able to fly that night, Larry started to talk about how the moon has a shortage of barley and hops. They've got clovers and potatoes to spare. They serve shamrock shakes, but no beer, it's not fair. He looked like a spaceman except for his rainbow tattoo. He said, pour me a Guinness, cause they don't have this on the moon. Larry the Lunar Leprechaun. Pint of Guinness and then he's gone He visits the planet every year Cause Earth is the only place that has good beer And Larry the Leprechaun knows how to have a good time But he never drinks so much that he won't be able to fly Larry 
the lunar leprechaun. One pint of Guinness and then he's gone. He's not an ordinary guy. A rainbow, a pot of gold, a ship that flies. And Larry the leprechaun knows how to have a good time. But he never drinks so much that he won't be able to fly. Each year on St. Patrick's Day, he'll be down at the pub sitting in the same place. A quick beer and some bangers to go. A chat with some humans, then time to fly home. He looked kind of Irish except for his Mr. Spock ears. Can you keep a secret? He said, my name is Larry. I came from the moon to buy beer. Larry the Lunar Leprechaun. One pint of Guinness and then he's gone He visits the planet every year Cause Earth is the only place that serves green beer Larry the Lunar Leprechaun One pint of Guinness and then he's gone And Larry the Leprechaun knows how to have a good time But he never drinks so much that he won't be able to Never drink so much that he won't be able to Never drink so much that he won't be able to Fly Ah yes, Larry the Lunar Leprechaun How can you not feel good when you listen to that? Especially after a shot of Irish whiskey Thank you UFO Phil for letting us all enjoy your original creation there. And by the way, if you go to his website, ufophil.com, that's Phil spelled P-H-I-L, ufophil.com, it's very interesting. It says he's president of Earth, ambassador to the aliens, a really nice guy. But listen to this. It says UFO Phil feature film in development. And if you are interested in becoming involved with the UFO Phil feature film, uh, he has an email address right there. And uh, I, I'm sure he would be happy to hear from you. And I can't wait to see what he's going to come up with. So go check that out at ufophil.com. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, if you're not in the mood by now, I don't know what else I can do for you. And now, look, I don't want this show to be redundant because... I have had uh, a lot of close friends tell me about having personal encounters with little people. And I have talked about all those stories before, so I'm not going to repeat them. If you want to hear those stories, go back, go way back and listen to episode 23 of this Strange Things podcast. And uh, it's called Are the Little People Real? Okay, episode 23. And uh, also keep in mind that if you or just want to see a whole list of all the strange things shows and my descriptions of them, because sometimes my description in, on, in some cases is a little different than the description that's posted with the podcast. Uh, just go to strangethingsshow.com, strangethingsshow.com, and you'll see the list of every single episode and uh, what I think best describes that episode. So go back and listen to 23, episode 23, if you really want to hear about people who have encountered them face to face and, and some theories about what they may be. But uh, let's talk for now, though, a little bit about what St. Patrick's Day is. And I should also mention that 
I know people of Irish descent, um, especially some who literally were born and raised in Ireland, who don't really like St. Patrick's Day because they don't agree with the influence that Christianity had when it moved into Ireland all those centuries ago. So, you know, you just have to also keep that in mind. I guess it's, you know, worth mentioning. But okay, here's what Wikipedia says. St. Patrick's Day or the Feast of St. Patrick. The day of the Festival of Patrick is a cultural and religious celebration held on the 17th of March, which is the traditional death date of St. Patrick. They believe uh, he was born in 385 and died around 461, and he is considered the foremost patron saint of Ireland. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about who he was in a minute. Uh, there's, you know, the, the the facts are unclear, but it looks like that he uh, he died when he was, you know, an older fella in the set in his 70s or something. If you see some pictures of him, they show him looking a lot like Santa Claus with a long white beard. So it says here, St. Patrick's Day was made an official Christian feast day in the early 17th century and is observed by the Catholic Church, the Anglican Communion, the Eastern Orthodox, the Lutheran Church. Actually, I'm not going to name everything, but it says uh, celebrations generally involve public parades and festivals, the wearing of green attire and or shamrocks and uh it says historically restrictions on eating and drinking alcohol were lifted for the day, which <laughs> encouraged people to to consume. Uh, it's a public holiday in the Republic of Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, uh, Canadian province of Newfoundland and Labrador, uh, widely celebrated in the U.S., Canada, Argentina, U.K., et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so. Here is what I can recall about, you know, the legend of, of St. Patrick. Um, again, I'll, this was so long ago, a lot of it's very unclear. But so I, I believe he was uh, traditionally, they say he was born somewhere in the British Isles. And somehow when he was like 16 years old, he ended up being captured and becoming uh, a slave to Irish pirates. You don't think so much about that concept, do you? Yeah. But uh, so he was enslaved by Irish pirates for years until he finally escaped. And then, of course, he became um, affiliated with the church and, and rose through the ranks, so to speak, and then decided to go back to Ireland and, and help the people there, which is I mean, that might sound kind of ironic. And he would use the shamrock to describe the Holy Trinity, because, you know, shamrocks usually have just three leaves there. And, uh, of course, being the Emerald Isle, uh, Green was always a, a big player. And he is also credited with, with supposedly removing all the snakes from Ireland. You know, he there's all this drama about him getting up there and driving the snakes out. But... Uh, most people say like there's pretty good evidence that there have never even been snakes in Ireland. So yeah, kind of reminds you of the old joke, like this guy killed all the lions in Las Vegas and you say there are no lions in Las Vegas. And it's like, well, exactly. You know, that kind of thing, even though actually there are lions in Las Vegas, there's a whole lion habitat here. Bad example. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, you know, he, he apparently was, uh, beloved enough 
for this holiday to to surround his legend and uh they nobody seems to to know exactly how he died but it just says that he died peacefully of natural causes and so that's what saint patrick's day is about and of course the little people they have been a part of that that culture going way back you know pre-christian um so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back but i also realize i'm getting behind on some pretty interesting listener emails and uh so i'm gonna read some of those to you and in fact there's one that stands out in my mind from um somebody who says i think i have been experiencing astral visitors that are messing with me so we're not talking about ghosts of dead people we're talking about living people who are astrally projecting to this guy's house he thinks that might be possible and he says how do i tell the difference i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and i will be right back after these important messages witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do every line curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer are you ready to share some joy and celebrate international women's day M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Aziatatozume! Post a video of yourself saying that word on social media and just see what reaction you get. Don't give an explanation. I think if you can remember that, you're strengthening your brain. Aziatatozume! All right, let's see what the story is behind leprechauns. And once again, if you listen to episode 23 of this show called Are the Little People Real? You're going to get a deeper uh, understanding. But okay, here's just, you know, since we're talking about it, uh, Wikipedia, a leprechaun is a diminutive supernatural being in Irish folklore classed by some as a type of solitary fairy. They are usually depicted as little bearded men wearing a coat and hat who partake in mischief. In later times, they have been depicted as shoemakers who have hidden a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Leprechaun-like creatures rarely appear in Irish mythology and only became prominent in later folklore. Have you ever seen Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Boy, that's a great movie. Um... And, you know, that, I guess that's one of the cool things about the leprechaun concept is that we're, we're going back to making wishes. You know, the leprechaun can grant you a wish. But unfortunately, this whole idea of, of, a, of a leprechaun granting a wish has taken on kind of a sinister context because you've got, you've got to have drama in stories. And so usually like the leprechaun wish comes at a price that is unexpected. So it's it reminds you of like the monkey's paw short story where be careful what you wish for. You might get it, but it's going to happen in a way that you're not going to like. You're going to have to sacrifice something else that you're not even thinking about. It's a surprise. And that has scared a lot of people uh, away from the whole manifestation and, and wish making practice. But in reality, you do not generally have to worry about that sort of thing because you are only capable of receiving what you put out when you are making up uh, your desire to manifest something on your own. So, I mean, I guess if a little man pops up and asks you that, well, maybe that maybe that does have a catch. But that doesn't actually happen. Uh, when you're actually manifesting things, you are putting out the projection for what you want. And, and if you only put out positivity, then only positivity can come back. So don't even worry about that. 
But let's get on to the name Leprechaun. This is actually a lot trickier than I thought it was going to be. The etymology. Um, they say it's they uh, they think this word is descended from the old Irish Lucrepan or Luprechaun. It's like, OK. And then they give you different versions and it's like, OK, well, what does all that mean? And apparently it's kind of unclear. Uh, they say the word may have been coined as a compound of the roots lagu and corp, which are Latin for small and body. Okay. And then it says that uh, folk etymology derives the word from lath, which means half and brogue because of the frequent portrayal of the leprechaun is working on a single shoe. So I don't know. I guess nobody really knows for sure. But they say the leprechaun is said to be a solitary creature whose principal occupation is making and cobbling shoes and who enjoys practical jokes. It says the leprechaun is considered to be uh, not a professional cobbler, but frequently seen mending his own shoes. As he runs about so much, he wears them out with great frequency. And uh, let's see. It says this is the perfect opportunity to capture a leprechaun when he's working on his shoes and then refusing to release him until the leprechaun gives the captor supernatural wealth. Okay. So, you know, if if you're interested in leprechauns, you can read more about that on your own. But I just think it's always interesting to look at where these traditions come from. All right. Now let's get into some emails. Let's see what you are thinking. This comes to me from uh, Andrew. I'm not sure where he is located. So I'm just going to it's it's kind of a lengthy email. So let me just sort of I'm just going to read it best I can as he wrote it. He says, is there a way one can detect astral projectors like using an EMF meter to find paranormal activity in the other life? He goes on to say, I have been experiencing some weird phenomena regarding spiritual activity and oppression, but multiple times they have claimed to be astral projecting, which I cannot confirm. Would you know of any method to figure out if they are astral projectors, telepaths messing with me, witches, ethereal beings, or ghosts of the dearly departed? He says, I've been trying to nail it down, but I'm just honestly distracted by some of their weird threats and judgmental attitudes. And then he gives some details. He says, at one point, I found myself in the middle of a park. And he tells where it is, but I'm not going to repeat that. And he says, uh, I was on a little island. I guess they have a, a pond there. And he says, basically calling whatever gods or goddesses or whatever would give me clarification. And I was doing this because these beings were claiming to be humbling me while mentally torturing me. So he says, I started messing with them back. It's a whole bizarre type of communication I've never heard of before being used, but I digress. So here I am on this little island when the wind kicks up and in a 360 degree fashion all around me, both inside and outside my head, as if I were in the middle of a surround sound system. 
I hear this adult v- female voice say, will you go to war with me? And then something along the lines of I'm Lilith. And he says, uh, anyway, there's a bunch whole more surprise occurrences as if they're intentionally trying to mess with my head, but I am a fool me once kind of person. So he says, if you have any knowledge on, um, on this or uh, beings and other planes of existence, please let me know. All right. So, I mean, this is a weird email, right? What do you do with an email like this? So I just kind of tried to, to break it down the best I could. And I said, well, look, uh, Andrew, in my opinion, as an investigator who measures these things best I can, uh, there is no way to distinguish between astral projectors and other types of interactive spiritual beings by using detection equipment alone. It comes down to an interpretation of entity behavior and psychology. So in other words, it is my belief uh, that based on the evidence I've collected, whenever something takes on a a non-physical form, whether that be something we consider ghostly or some person who's projecting astrally, um, essentially a part of them, uh, a, a spiritual representation of them is materializing somewhat in the physical world and interacting with you. And that process, it still creates the same kinds of changes with electrostatic fields and electromagnetic anomalies. And so therefore, I don't think that you can just use our current level of detection equipment to differentiate, but that's why I went on to say, so you have to, to look at their behavior, which is why that you know, most ghosts are non-interactive and they're redundant and they are predictable. And, uh, you can, you, you can see that this is almost like a recording in the environment that keeps repe- replaying itself. And, uh, but in other cases, you have a being that seems like it's interactive, which might be a disembodied spirit, but it's not speaking to you, uh, in a way as if it's coming to attack you or something, it, it might be the spirit of a deceased loved one. So if you have these like strangers that are popping up and, and, and a spiritual form and they are saying things that are disturbing you, well, then it could be somebody who's astrally projecting, I guess. I mean, that's pretty darn rare or, you know, it, it's more likely some kind of uh, a thing that would be classified as, as demonic, like some kind of being from another realm that's coming and messing with you. But on the other hand, you know what? Uh, you, you always, if you start having these experiences, I think you should go see, uh, a physician and make sure that you don't have a mental illness as well. You know, that's just part of the process. Have that checked out. But when it comes to like figuring out a behavioral question, I always tell people, Email my friend Angela Moore and just tell her what's going on. She might be able to help you mm, sort through uh, how to interpret the behavior of these things if you have something really coming through. And her email address is AngelaVision at Yahoo.com. A-N-G-E-L-A-V-I-S-I-O-N. AngelaVision at Yahoo.com. All right. So that's how I answered that question. Maybe that's of interest to some of you. Uh, next, I have an email from Celeste, 
And uh, she has a question about wands. And she said, uh, first of all, the Buddha wand is gorgeous. I love it. And it was beautifully wrapped. But then she talks about another type of wand. And she says, how do I tell the difference between these wands and how to use them? Do they do the same thing? This is a question I get a lot from people who have wands. And so when we come back, I'll tell you about that. And then also some news. Scientists have built a tractor beam. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren. And Celeste emailed me and said, okay, there it is. She says, first of all, the Buddha wand is gorgeous. Now, of course, you can't. I don't think I think those are sold out. I'm not 100 percent sure, but she says, uh, I love it. Also, I have the wand that has the magnets on the bottom with the quartz crystal on top. She is talking about the forces of nature wand. I'm pretty sure we have some of those still remaining. If you go to the curiosity shop at joshuapwarren.com. And she said, uh, can you explain the difference in the wands or do they do the same things? Thank you in advance. And I get these questions from time to time about, you know, different products and different versions of things. And so I figured I'd go ahead and read you, uh, what I sent her. I said, hi, Celeste, both of these wands are intended to help you manifest whatever you like. I just experiment with different wand designs for different things. One day I'm in the mood for pizza for dinner, the next day grilled fish, etc. So pick whichever one draws you in for a particular wish. It's different for everyone and every wish. And that's the truth. And uh, she said, thank you so much. God bless you. Um, I also received this message from a gentleman named David, who lives, I believe, in Missouri, and he sent me a couple of pictures, and he said, I have been using the Buddha stone and the Tesla plate the last several months with much success, and his two pictures are cash outs from the casino he goes to and uh you know what i mean like you 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 cash out and they give you a little ticket that you go and you take to the machine to get your actual cash or to the the cage where the cashier is uh one of the tickets that he has uh here in this picture cashed out one thousand six hundred and fifty three dollars and the other one cashed out two thousand one hundred and seventy three dollars He's doing pretty darn well. Uh, as a matter of fact, both of those are enough money that uh, he would have had to fill out a an IRS tax form for hitting money like that. So he says the Buddha stone and the Tesla plate. Keep that in mind when you go to thebuddhastone.com. And again, Buddha is spelled B-U-D-D-H-A, like Buddha, thebuddhastone.com. Thank you for that, David. And hey, congratulations, man. You know, you've, <laughs> I bet your life is now, uh, easier in some ways, huh? Uh, I have another really, really interesting email that I read and I thought, you know what? This is a subject that is interesting enough. I might turn it into like a main subject for a whole show. So I'm going to save that one for next time. But I do want to get this in here from popularmechanics.com. This just recently was published. It says scientists actually did it. They built a real working tractor beam. You know how in the sci-fi movies and TV shows, suddenly a tractor beam kicks on. I know they did this in Star Wars and a ship 
gets caught in the in the beam and it, it can't move and it gets pulled in. And uh, it says here, tractor beams have long been a staple of sci-fi, but you might not know they've also existed in the real world, albeit at a very small scale. Microscopic tractor beams, better known as optical tweezers, can pull atoms and nanoparticles for use in medicine and research. But we've never been able to actually see this happen. Well, now we can. In a new study published in the journal Optic Express, Chinese scientists created the first tractor beam strong enough to manipulate macroscopic objects. That means things you can actually see with the naked eye. That's how large these objects are. They don't say exactly how big they are, but you, you know, being able to see them with the naked eye, that's huge in terms of like quantum stuff. It says, uh, yes, it was done in a highly controlled lab. Uh, manipulating a specific type of graphene composite. Uh, but it says they used, um, they used a laser to move an object. And the scientists write, quote, with our new approach, the light pulling force has a much larger amplitude. In fact, it is more than three orders of magnitudes larger than the light pressure used to drive a solar cell, which uses the momentum of photons to exert a small pushing force. And so they say in the experiments, a torsional pendulum device presented the laser pulling phenomenon. So basically they created some kind of a, a pendulum and they're hitting this thing with a laser and, uh, you know, they can, they can suck it toward them. And so that's what these Chinese scientists have done. And they say that, uh, this could, you know, whether or not this could work so well on big stuff here on earth is yet to be seen, but a tractor, a tractor beam like this could definitely manipulate vehicles and aircraft in space or somewhere like Mars. So interesting, huh? Popularmechanics.com. See sci-fi coming to life, coming to life. Okay. In the, uh, in the, final minutes of this podcast uh sometimes i have this segment that i like to call mental mana where i just share with you something that i find interesting that i've been thinking about and the other day i bought a periscope for a project it's like you know one foot long and when you look through this periscope uh i mean you could lift it up above you know, a fence or some other object and, and spy, you know, hunters use them, uh, to stay hidden while they're looking for their game. And what's funny is that when you look through the, the lower end of the periscope, the mirror that you're looking at is only a couple inches from your eyes. Now I am nearsighted. So I wear glasses and that means nearsighted means I can see stuff that's up close, but I can't see stuff clearly that's far away. So when you're looking through the periscope, the mirror is actually close to your eyes. So do you think I have to wear glasses to look at the mirror on the periscope or not? Think about that for a minute. I'm supposed to be able to see stuff that's close to me. So can I look at the mirror that's only a couple inches away and see clearly, or do I need still need my glasses? The answer is, I still need my glasses because it doesn't matter if the image is actually a couple inches away. It's still interpreting light that is coming from far away. That's kind of cool. 
I think. So I started researching, you know, the history of, of glasses. Do you know when eyeglasses were invented? I mean, what a profound thing that was. And it says here that Pliny the Elder, who was, you know, one of the ancient historians, said that uh, there were times in, you know, in the Greek and Roman ancient days when people would use gemstones, like they would just luck out and they'd find a gemstone that would help them see that supposedly Emperor Nero had an emerald that he would use to help him see. And that over time, you know, they started realizing they could shape things. And the actual invention, supposedly, of what we would recognize as a modern day eyeglass um, it seems to have been made in central Italy, most likely in Pisa, where, you know, they have the leaning tower about 1290. But we don't know exactly who came up with them. And a sermon de- delivered on the 23rd of February of 1306 a friar said, it is not yet 20 years since there was found the art of making eyeglasses, which make for good vision. And it is so short a time that this new art never before extant was discovered. I saw the first one who discovered and practiced it. And I talked to him in quote, but I don't think they ever actually say like, this is the person who invented eyeglasses. But it's interesting that thousands of years ago, people were using natural gemstones to achieve this but apparently you know the italians in the late 1200s gave us what we would recognize now as eyeglasses and what a revolutionary invention and yet so simple by today's standards because it's it's a passive device that just bends and manipulates light so there's your mental mana for this edition of the program all right now Let's end the show, as I so often do, by listening to that tone that continues to bring people great success in their lives, health, happiness, all that kind of stuff. Uh, If you can, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths. If you have some water, you might want to put it in front of the speaker and then afterward drink that water. Here is the good fortune tone exclusively from this show. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.